Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is October 18th. It is Monday, so we're going to have another prayer from lifting up our hearts. Let us pray. Grant Almighty God, as you have favored us with so singular a benefit as to make through your Son a covenant that has been ratified for our salvation. Grant that we may become partakers of it, and know that you so speak with us that you not only show us by the word what is right, but speak also to us inwardly by your Spirit, and thus render us teachable and obedient, that there may be an evidence of our adoption and a proof that you will govern and rule us until we shall at length be really and fully united to you, through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, we are still in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, chapter 15, discussing the resurrection. Today we're going to be looking at Paul's comments on the resurrection body. So we'll be reading from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 35 through verse 49. Hear the word of the Lord. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of a body do they come? You foolish person, what you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare kernel, perhaps of wheat or of some other grain. But God gives it a body as he has chosen, and to each kind of seed its own body. For not all flesh is the same, but there is one kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is of one kind, and the glory of the earthly is of another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For star differs from star in glory. So is it with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. So, as I said, we continue with this idea of the resurrection of the dead. And I really like where Paul takes this conversation here in 1 Corinthians 15, because I think these are natural questions. What is the resurrection going to be like? If we're going to be raised, is it just going to be that were raised to another body that will die. What will happen? I, I have been asked these questions. I have thought through these questions. And here Paul helps us out. He helps us to understand. And so we see here that there, Paul is talking about there being different types of flesh. He says there's for humans, for animals, for fish, uh, for birds. And so Paul says in verse 42, so it is with the resurrection of the dead. And then he uses a literary device of repetition here, right? He says, what is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. Um, It's sown in dishonor. In other words, it is uh, filled with sin, but it is raised in glory. It is sown in 
weakness, but is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body, is raised a spiritual body. And so the idea is, is that he's talking about where we're starting with our physical bodies. And then he is amplifying and using these opposites and this repetition to drive home that point. Again, you got to appreciate this literary device and the way that, that Paul is writing this here under, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He's saying, you know, your body is not going to be raised perishable. It was sown perishable. And so now it is going to be imperishable. Why would God raise you if he is just going to destroy your resurrection body? It was sown in dishonor. The reason we have issues is sin, um, but it'll be raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. We, we feel strong, but we know we need to sleep. We, uh, we become frail as we age, right? But it's going to be raised in power. It's sown in natural body. It's raised a spiritual body. And then he said, if there's a natural body, there's also a spiritual body. And we see this idea with the resurrection of Christ, right? Think back to the Gospels. There are times where Jesus is said to be doing things after the resurrection that only physical beings do, right? Jesus was not just raised spiritually. He was raised bodily. There was a bodily resurrection of the dead in Christ's resurrection. Uh, some examples. He breathes. Uh, spirits don't breathe. He eats. A spirit doesn't need to have fish on the shore with the disciples. He doesn't need to eat. He's just a spirit. And so we see that Christ has been raised and his, his spiritual body is different. It's physical, but it is different than what we have born from the time we were conceived, right? And so we see in verse 47, the first man was from the earth, a man of dust. We, we remember the story, right? Uh, God formed us from the dust and breathed life into us. Well, the second man is from heaven. That's the big idea here, that this, this is different. We are of the earth, and when we are raised, we will be of heaven. We will be different. And we see in verse 49, just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. Again, Paul continues these opposites and this repetition idea. We, just as we were uh, looking like Adam in our lives, the lives that you and I are experiencing today, we will one day bear the image of the second Adam, okay? The, the Adam who came and was victorious over sin, death, and hell. We originally bore the image of the first Adam. But we are going to also look like the second Adam when Christ returns at the end of history and we are bodily resurrected from our graves. That is the hope that we have. That is the Christian hope. Not that somehow we'll be floaty spirits off somewhere forever and ever and ever. No, the Christian hope, what we believe and confess, is the resurrection of the body. And so may we consider this hope. May we be remembering this hope that just as we experience uh, the frailty of human life, as, as we experience pain, uh, maybe as we become weaker or we experience problems with our body, uh, may we remember that God is going to restore all things and that includes us. He is a God who is going to restore all things to right. And so may we have that hope today and every day in the truth of Christ's resurrection for us and the future resurrection that you and I have promised to us at the end of history when Christ returns to deliver his kingdom to his Father. Let us go to prayer. Gracious Lord, 
We put our trust in you, for you are our only hope. We know that you will raise us to eternal life, and we look forward to that day when our hope becomes reality. Give us faith to trust in the truth of your word and to continually look for the day when Christ returns at the end of history to deliver his kingdom to his Father. On this Monday, we once again pray for those in our community who step out to serve you in vocations related to agriculture. As we trust in you for a bountiful harvest, we humbly pray for continued safety for those in the fields and those on the roads. We thank you for this provision thus far and trust that you will continue to hear and answer our prayers. And as we go out into your world this Monday, we trust that the word that we have heard and the Holy Spirit will go with us. Grant us wisdom to see opportunities to proclaim your word and serve others, that Jesus might be glorified in our lives in both word and deed. We pray this all in the name of Christ. Amen. Okay, I hope you have yourself a very, very good Monday. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.